Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. This is State of Emergency. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rianne Fran, giving you that Friday energy on a Wednesday. Hopefully, everyone is having an amazing start to their week. And a lot of Taylor Swift fans out there, I hope you're okay. Because it seems like the ones in this office are not okay. And I don't really understand. Unless your name's Gia Mariano, and then you're having a great day. I don't really understand, though, what's happening. Like, why is it so hard because like does, Ticketmaster is a disaster. You so said it. I know. You have to get a number to be no. able to get tickets. Like I'm really confused about this whole thing. You have to be granted access yes. to be able to buy tickets. It's pre-sale. The way they do it now is Wait, so pre-sale tickets. So pre-sale. but then eventually regular tickets go yeah, on sale. Yeah, but there's there it's always a very limited amount when the when they claim like the general sale happens you go into the general sale, like everything's gone, everything's resale tickets, and they're all insanely expensive. Like they do the price gouging thing where it's like, oh, well, demand is so high, so that $200 ticket is now an $800 ticket. Well, you think that's Taylor Swift's doing? No, that's Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster does it. Ticketmaster does it, but do you think there's part of Taylor Swift who's like, yeah, bump up those no, prices? No, you, you literally, she has, no. Like, because they do it for every Taylor single Swift artist. Taylor Swift do no wrong. Harry, I mean, it happened for Harry Styles. It no, well, I'm a- every artist. I'm asking for every artist. I'm it not, happens I'm, for I'm, every excuse artist. me. I'm sorry. Not just Taylor Swift, but does every artist have a say in their ticket sales and how much I, they cost? No, I don't think. I mean, for the original price, yes, but once it's in Ticketmaster's hands, like they can do the the boost, the ticket boost, and there's no other way to, like to sell tickets. It was hey, even when we did our Boston show, they were on Ticketmaster. Because there's, if the venue does, if the venue's like a Live Nation venue, they have an ex, they have a deal with Ticketmaster, and you have to go through Ticketmaster. Well, you know that that uh, platform like AXS. Yeah. Is that Ticketmaster? No. Okay. That's where. No, the that's New York, our New yeah, York that's different because it's it, sometimes it's like a venue by venue uh, situations, like where the venue has so like. House of Blues. That's they. I'm. I mean. I'm guess. I'm guessing from what happened. That's like within Live Nation, which Ticketmaster. Live Nation and Ticketmaster had a. Um, 
like I don't know right the right word for it, but they merged, mm-hmm. merged. Merger. That's the word I'm looking for, and just became this giant entity. Which they're a monopoly. They have a monopoly on ticket sales. Let's start our own. Oh yeah, that's and look, <laughs> this is the thing. If there's one person who could have taken down Ticketmaster, it's Taylor Swift. So she didn't. She could have, but she I think it's a oh yeah, it's a big uh, it's a big undertaking. I would really respect Taylor if she just said, you know what, putting them all on my own. Like I saw a lot of very funny tweets being like, Swifties are going to start lobbying for <laughs> against monopolies. It's it's, yeah. it's very true. I mean, I wait, I gotta find it. it was funny. This was from um, I'm not going to be able to say his name right. Element eighty at Element eighty eight on Twitter. He wrote, "Swifties being radicalized against monopolies and getting ready to do some antitrust lobbying. Good luck, Ticketmaster. You know who can write letters and make calls and stage sit-ins? Swifties can do it with fountain pens, quill pens, and glitter gel pens. Do not fuck with us." I think it's just I, insane because I've been trying to wrap my head around what's going on. And I didn't realize this was just pre-sale. So what? But this, I'm telling you right now, like if you don't get tickets in the pre-sale, they make it impossible to get tickets at a reasonable price. So if you get in on the pre-sale, you'll be able to find. If you get in, you can find affordable tickets. But the way they do it, and which is why Ticketmaster, I don't understand how they were so they're disorganized every time, and every time they put out a statement that's like an unprecedented amount of people and we didn't expect this. It's like, how do you, you know this because they send out codes. What you have to do is you register to be a verified fan and they send out codes to a certain amount of people. So they know how many codes they sent out and for what uh, stops you put, you rank your top three stops and take a master will text you. Like people got texts on Monday or emails. It says, here's your code for the Saturday May 27th Taylor Swift show. So that code works for just that show. And you go in at the pre-sale time. You wait in the in the queue. And however long the queue takes until you get into the actual purchasing of the tickets could be, for a lot of people today, it was like hours, 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 hours. And then when they finally got in, everything was gone. So it's just like... Uh, how much different is Taylor Swift from like other big artists? Like in terms I of mean, like it happened resale. for Harry Styles. A resale. I mean, yeah. pff, I would not look at. Re- no, like, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like Harry Styles resale is probably pretty expensive too. I just feel like people are acting crazy over Taylor Swift. Well, she hasn't toured in a really long time, so I think that is a big thing. Didn't she just add 19 more shows? I saw she did. Yeah, she added 18 more. I think That's absurd. Um, like 19 or 18 stadiums. Yeah, and it's still not enough because it's like. And this is also the thing, when you have a big tour like this, and it's someone with such a big name, that's when you get the people who are not fans, who are just buying them to resell them at... Like, if you look at resale places right now for just, like, for some dates, we're in the $12,000 range for a ticket, which is absolutely absurd. Like that should just think, that should just not be possible. Do you think people pay that amount? I have no idea. I no. really hope not. That sound that seems Unless so it's like insane. Front row and and even that, no one, no one, no, no one's doing that. That's absolutely insane. Twelve thousand dollars. My really big insane. philosophy of getting tickets is if you're not, just wait till the day of. If you if you if you want to see like the lowest price, that usually works for me. Yeah, but. 
I mean, that's stressful for a lot of people. You want to know well, that you're, you're going in, and you want to know that like... If you're not like close to the place. Yeah. yeah but. And also, I feel like sometimes when you wait, wait till the last minute, yeah, sure, you can get a $30 ticket at the in the last row. I've got some good tickets yeah. last second. But, so, I mean, any, I, Coast, look, though, it's been... It was it was a crazy situation. They had to move the Capital One presale to Wednesday because it was supposed to be on the same day. It's just been so insane. People have been all over the place. But um, Cam, yeah, my sister got tickets, so I'm. And she's like walking around the office with the biggest smile. Oh yeah, yeah she's, she's bragging all over the place. The office bragging all over the place. <laughs> I can't relate. I'm feeling left out. I, know. I just don't understand yeah, what's I no... happening. I, know. I just a lot and of I'm people just, yelling. Are you gonna go? I'm just. The sisters kicked to the curb because if, she's got she got them with her friends. If I happen to get last minute tickets, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I'm not dealing with this nonsense. No way. Yeah. John Mayer would never do this to his fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you can wait till you now, can wait till a few weeks before check game time and see what the prices are. But right now, prices are insane resale, and I mean they they're. They will put more tickets on sale for the pre-sale and, like, general sales. Question. But it's just very hard. Question. Do you think Taylor Swift fans are humble? I was just about to say, (laughs) do you think that if Taylor Swift fans were as humble as the Jonas Brothers fans, this wouldn't be a big deal? Do you think the greed is playing They would just be like, all right, Taylor, you know what? Just, you know, when the tickets go on sale, we'll try to get them if not. No, I think yes. Because... Because they're waiting hours and hours and hours all day to get into a queue to buy tickets. That's true. But Jonas Very humble. More humble. Way more. I, humble. I didn't. I yeah. didn't say that. We're saying. It. Yeah. No, we're saying. It. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't Taylor ask you. That was true. Well, no, you have your own opinions, which do, that doesn't. I've been attacked in the past. Combined with my by opinion. a fan base, they're still humble. Look, they're dead. They. It's sad they're that they're dedicated. There's, you have to give them that. They're very dedicated. It's sad that there's a lot of fans who are, ha, are extremely dedicated who, because of this flawed system, aren't going to get tickets. Or they're going to have to pay an insane amount of money for them. I guess that's just a harsh reality when you're trying to see, like, literally the number one artist in the world. Well, that's also when you have a monopoly on ticket sales. Is I just, like, think that it's inevitable. Like, no matter how the tickets go up... She's so sought after. There's no way this is like avoidable. Like wherever the tickets go up, people are gonna get them resell them. Like I don't see people that. were reselling our tickets. Yeah, like I don't. It's, see, it's just the ticket. Swift. Yeah, no, it's, it's the I'm ticket not, game. But I'm I'm not talking about resale. I'm just talking about. But there's the only so initial many sales process for everything. It only goes through Ticketmaster. No, I know, but I'm saying like even if it's another, I think every website would have problems because it's like I'm not defending Ticketmaster, but like. It's Taylor Swift. Millions of people okay, are trying so to go. Okay, so then come up with a better system. Only put like put put four cities on sale each day. Like don't make it so that everyone in the world is going to your website at one time for the entire tour. Yeah, maybe that'll help. There's a lot of solutions that they could think of and they just don't do anything because it doesn't matter because everyone has to use them so they'll never make the changes to make it easier for people because they don't have to. Yeah. It's a sad world we live it in. It is. Very very, about this. very sad, Ticketmaster. All right, let's get How into... You? I'm good. You're right? Yeah, I'm great. I'm having a... I think my like Vegas fatigue is hitting today. Like Monday, I think I was still kind of on a high. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dropping... I just saw a tweet that I want to read, though. New Princess Diaries movie in the works at Disney. Oh, uh, but if it's not... 
with I the original it, cast. Yeah. Then I'm that I'm, I'm worried. Worried. Yeah. I'm, worried. I, I'm not in if it's a, a new person who yeah. is turned into a princess. No, no, no. Give me Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And she's talked about wanting to do another one. Give me Julie So it's Andrews. crazy if they are doing it and she's not attached. So this says, Dizzy is returning to the world of, the, of Princess Diaries. Adrita Mukherjee is penning a script to a new installment for Disney, which sources say is a continuation of the Anne Hathaway-led series of films rather than a reboot. Hathaway does not have a deal to return, according to sources, but she has publicly stated her support for a third installment, and the hope is she would return should the potential new film move forward beyond the script stage. I don't want okay, so it unless Anne Hathaway is attached. That sounds hopeful, though, I think. Like, that sounds like they are in development to create a script, and if the script is what Anne Hathaway is happy with, she will participate. And not a small little cameo role where she comes in, I want her to be the lead. Yeah, it it has to be her movie. It has to be Anne Hathaway. And Julie Andrews. Yes. I said that. Yes. 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 Julie Andrews has been a little more out on it than Anne Hathaway has, but... I feel like if they could all get everyone together, they would um, agree to do it. Hopefully. I hope so. I don't want a fake-ass Princess Diaries. Yeah. Don't give me a a reboot with new characters. Oh, a new princess is in town. A new princess of Genovia. Yeah, no. Nope, nope, nope. I don't want that either. Immediately, no. Absolutely Anne Hathaway is still alive and well. She's still the princess. Bring back... Imagine they bring back Chris Pine. That's what I'm saying. What happened to them? What happened to them? They would make one hell of a handsome couple the way they are right now. They like in 2022 have aged like fine and wine. And Chris Pine. They have aged like fine wine, really those have. two. They really have. Throw them in a Princess Diaries 3. Oh, God, that would be that does sound amazing. Okay, so let's hope that if this is happening, Anne Hathaway does get involved. One minute, Dancing with the Stars thoughts. Gabby talked about her breakup with Eric. They official. Tick, they're done. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. Well, it's I, no, and Len is retiring. Very sad. It's like a big deal that he's. It that is. This is the end for him. And he's been controversial because he's an old school guy and he's the lead judge, so he gets to determine eliminations. <laughs> Are you afraid that this is nearing yeah, the end of Dancing like with the, the Stars? Um, with all the changes, Tyra Banks. I don't think they'll end the show, especially if they just stay on Disney Plus. Like I think they have the ability to keep doing it, and celebrities will always do it. But uh, the the fans that have been around for a long time are going to have to adjust to the changes they're going to make because they're going to make changes. How pissed do you think are the older folks, the elder folks, yeah, much older than Fran? I'm talking that have watched on ABC for years and then they had to download Disney Plus or they had yeah. to get a, a streaming TV or an Apple TV so that they can get Disney Plus. How yeah. pissed do you think those 70-year-olds are or those 80-year-olds? Know, they're, they're definitely upset about it. And I, oh, let, 70 let, and 80-year-olds watching Dancing with the Stars. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I got to ask my baba, no, no, which I, was, who I call was my grandpa. That was me. Yeah, and... Cable TV. It was like no, must know. watch cable TV, and when it was when it yeah, first true. came on, every people loved it. So, yeah, that that is very sad. They're gonna have to make that adjustment. But you know, Len's almost eighty. He wants to go back to England. It makes sense. And um, the the finals, the four people in the finals, it's the right people. Who That's is it? Gabby, Charlie, Gabby, Charlie, Wayne, Brady, and Shangela. They're, the four of them are amazing. And I think week two, everyone 
said that, that was going to be the finale. I think Gabby's going to take it home because I think the Bachelorettes they're they're all good. Hannah Brown, Caitlin hey, Bristow, Gabby, they're all great. It. She is, and they phenomenal. have the fan base behind them rooting for them. Yeah, I think her chances are are good, and I will be rooting for her. But they honestly, all four of them are are great. Of course, I think there's a lot of people that like Charlie has her fans, and then I think there's going to be a lot of people who go out of their way to vote for somebody else because. Charlie is already a dancer. But that was like Jojo Siwa. Like, people were yeah. like, she's a dance. Like, Jojo Siwa, we watched dance on TV for years. If anybody yeah. watched Dance Moms, which is mm-hmm. one of the best reality shows, and Fran has never watched, and I still to no, this I day know, think she should go back and watch Dance Moms because it is some A-plus reality television. Right, right. And, and Jojo didn't win. No, she didn't win. Yeah. Because people were pissed that she, yeah. you know, was so a dancer. So sometimes that's how it goes. But it's going to be a good finale for sure. Okay, that's it. All right, let's get into <laughs> the rest of the show. We're going to be talking about the Grammy nominations. We have a great interview with Alexa and Brennan talking Love is Blind season three and a little Bachelor in Paradise recap for those who don't follow The Bachelor. Um, it ends next week. The finale is next week, and then there is a break until the end of January. So the, there will be a, a Bachelor break. Hallelujah. And for the people that... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's how i feel but for but for the people who do watch the bachelor and also listen to the show let us know your thoughts on like what like what you want us to do next season covering wise of this damn show you know what i mean like what let us know your thoughts well we're going to be doing cutting stems i know but just in general okay it seems like people like when trent Yes, but Trent's been so busy. I know he's a it's busy just, guy. We couldn't it's get really Trent today. Look like we couldn't have gotten Trent this whole season. This entire season, we probably had Trent recap three, two or, two two or, three, or three times, probably twice. Max. But I think he's really hard to in get the winter. To touch right, golfing I think slows down. Yeah, it does. It so does. hopefully, so hopefully. we'll see. Um, but let us know your thoughts and let us know what you guys want for Bachelor next season. All right, let's Wonderful. get into it. Talking about the Grammys. Listen up, we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. Grammy nominations have been revealed. We've seen videos and pictures of people reacting to their nominations. I saw Machine Gun Kelly with Megan Fox, all excited about his nomination. He said, if you're going to call me anything, make sure you put Grammy nominated yeah. in front of it. Very uh, validating for, for some folks. Yeah, people are, are really excited about this, about their nominations, which As I they guess should be. you would be. As you should be. Um, there's definitely a lot of of classics people that you would expect to be on here i think you know beyonce not surprising she has a ton of nominations you're gonna expect expect that with the new album harry styles has a lot which is not 
shocking, but compared to Fine Line, which was not really nominated at all. Interesting. I think I think Fine Line. I think Harry may have gotten one or two mm-hmm. Grammy nominations last year for stuff on Fine Line. No, if you can fact check me on that, I would love that. <laughs> and Harry's House, I think got, he got like six this year. Um. So artists and their labels. Fine Line got two. Two. Uh, surround sound. Well, one pop vocal album. Pop vocal album. But that's, that's a 2021 and then 2022 surround sound album. Oh, I don't know. Artists and labels submit their own songs and work mm-hmm. that they think should be and into one category. Like Beyonce is in the dance electronic category. Right. Which I guess makes sense because of her album. Yeah. So I wonder if he didn't submit as much last year, submitted more this year, yeah. did it differently. Well, I'm sure sometimes you don't more you people know, you I submit mean, and you don't get it. He did. He, also got he best did. Music video for adore you. Okay. He did hit his peak this year. So yeah, you know, this probably doesn't mean he's going to win any right. Awards. But uh, but that means that <laughs> he's peak. more people were paying attention to Harry Styles this year. So I think that means more nominations for him. That's yeah, sh- that shouldn't be how it goes, though, which is sad. No, and no. I don't think it necessarily does. I think Harry's house was very, was very critically acclaimed as far like in the music world. So, and we can go through some of the big ones. Record of the year, Abba's on here. Shout out Abba! I didn't really even know they were still putting out new music. I don't even know any of you know Abba. You know Abba. Give me, give me, Mama yeah, Mia. All the songs from Mama Mia are Abba. I feel like that's the song. Yeah, like anytime you're out at like Abba, place, they play they, that, they play, and then yeah. people. Well, I have a funny story about Rudy here. Who one time? Um, oh, I've heard. We were this, yeah. all hanging out, and Rudy was like, "Guys, you got to hear this this new song. Yeah, give me, give me." And he put it on, and we were like, "You don't know." Abba. I feel like that's been playing like. For years. Well, that, like this was out. this was like a year or two ago. Yeah, and he and uh, he was like you, this these this new group ABBA, and we were yeah. like, I was like Rudy. Oof, ABBA just sounds. You've old. never yeah. heard of ABBA? Yeah, Mamma Mia, none of that. Yeah, I don't really know Mamma Mia, but you but you hear the songs and you know them. Mamma Mia. I mean, here, here we yeah. go. Again. Yeah, you're going. Yeah. I mean, to every song. Yeah. These are ABBA songs. Well, yeah, but like that is literally Mamma Mia's in the in the song. Yeah. Yeah, but you would know other ones. Okay, Adele, Easy on Me, Beyonce, Break My Soul, Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius, You and Me on the Rock, (laughs) Uh, Doja Cat, Woman, Harry Styles, As It Was, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5, Lizzo, About Damn Time, Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit. So they do, what do they do, five, yeah, five record of the year, five song of the year, five album of the year. Which one would you vote for for record of the year? Um, record of the record of the year is. I feel like I mean I'd probably go Beyonce. Yeah, I was gonna say Break My Soul. Yeah, the hard part five is awesome, but yeah, I'd probably go Beyonce. Um, yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, like Beyonce's gonna win everything. Album of the year is ABBA, Adele, ABBA for their album Voyage, Adele, Thirty, Bad Bunny, Umberano Sinti. Beyonce. Bad Bunny's gonna win. Ugh. Beyonce, Renaissance, Brandy Carlisle, and yeah, like the Silent Days, Coldplay, Music of the Spheres, Harry Styles, Harry's House, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers, Lizzo, Special, Mary J. Blige, Good Morning, Gorgeous, Deluxe. So none of, like Bad Bunny wouldn't be my choice of album of the year, but I think Bad Bunny just based on popularity, just based on like Bad Bunny but is that's so like, fucking yeah. popular. Sometimes that doesn't translate though to the Grammys. Like let's remember some very popular artists and albums Macklemore. have lost to. No, but they've lost to like art. Like, what was the year that uh, 
that Beck one album of the year and everyone oh. freaked out. Right, but I could also <laughs> see it being something like Bad Bunny where me and you might be like, what, Bad Bunny won? But then it makes sense that Bad yeah. Bunny won. I, I still that's don't think I would prediction. put Bad Bunny over Beyonce in this situation. I would vote situation. for Adele out of those. Yeah, that's, yeah prob- that's a good one too. But Beyonce's probably going to win. That's a good I one would, too. I would say Beyonce would Song of the Year, Adele, Easy on Me, Beyonce, Break My Soul, Bonnie Wright, Just Like That, DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday, God Did. Gail got a nomination for ABCDEFU, which is a very, a very catchy song. Very popular song. Very popular song. That song, when that song comes on, I, it's stuck in my head for so long. Uh, Harry Styles, As It Was, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5, Lizzo, About Damn Time, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, Taylor Swift, All Too Well, 10-Minute Version. Everyone's obviously the Swifties are going to go hard for her to win Song of the Year. That one's got to win, right? What are the cutoffs? Because t- I feel like that was last year. Yeah, it's we no, talk it's, about the cutoffs uh, cutoffs for award shows all the time. Remember, it's so they're very behind. strange. No, no, I know it is, but I just felt like that was so long ago. But maybe it really, really no, wasn't that. It long really ago. wasn't that long ago. Is the thing? It was around. It was actually almost like a year, year ago. Exactly. Yeah, I guess so. It's probably like right now. Yeah. 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 Like Drake's album wasn't up. That came out last week, obviously. Yeah, it's news. like, and then the cutoff is like, uh, like September or something, I think. So it's you know, it's like a full calendar year, like September to September, maybe. Yeah. That makes um. Sense. Yeah, this makes sense. Look, all too well, I think, especially the ten minute version is her best song she's ever made, and she agrees with that. Taylor Swift posted, she was like, "Well, she says is the best song she's ever written." So. She said, like, to be in this category, acknowledging songwriting, mm-hmm. such a big thing. So that could be huge. Watch out for that one. I looked at this Best New Artist list. I, I say, don't know. I know two. I think Anita. Oh, no, three. Anita and this. I have a I don't know any of their music. Dami and J.D. Beck. L- Lado, Lado. I, def- I do know that. I do know. I, but I also am like, is it one person in a band? <laughs> um Monskin, I don't know if I pronounce. Is it Mainskin? I think that's Monskin. Mean. It's got I like, that. I would say Mainskin. It's got that funny thing over the A. Is that oh, wait, a pronunciation um, thing? Oh, mine doesn't have that. Oh, well, mine does. It do- I mean, I've seen the band before. They do have a little thing over the A. I don't know if that's an artistic choice or if it means something. Uh, Molly Tuttle, Mooney Long, Omar Apollo, Samara Joy, Toby Nwingui, Wet Leg. They're all deserving. I don't. I'm I don't sure know they are. Anybody I, on this I, list? I've only heard of Anita, but I've only heard of her. I don't even know any of. Oh, Anita's music. the Brazilian singer, right? Yeah. Or I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure she's Brazilian. She, yes, she is. Okay. I was right about that. But this is also why, um, like, best new artist is such a funny category because Anita has been around for a lo- like a a long time, especially in. Brazil. She has, of course, yeah. received international recognition um, recently, but she, like, she's had one, two, three, four, five albums come out. That's insane. You know, and um, that'd be like you guys getting yeah. nominated for best new podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I do like Omar Apollo as well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin l- likes Omar Apollo wow. as well. We talked about it. He's great. So, but other than that, I'm like. Wet yeah. leg. Good luck like, to I like, want to Google a lot of these people. I'm like, you think Wet Leg's a band? Got to be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wet leg rock band. They're a British indie rock band. 
Hmm. Cool. Very cool. Looks like they're two ladies. A lot of nominations for Steve Lacey. A lot of nominations for Steve Lacey. It's big. Best pop solo performance. Adele, Easy on Me, Bad Bunny, Moscow Mule, Doja Cat Woman, Harry Styles, As It Was, Lizzo, About Damn Time, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, and then like same kind of vibe for pop duo group. Abba, Don't Shut Me Down, Camila Cabello featuring Ed Sheeran, Bam Bam, Coldplay, and BTS, My Universe, Post Malone, and Doja Cat, I Like You, Sam Smith, and Kim Petras, Unholy. That song's all over TikTok. Mm. It's like one of those ones that you see everywhere, too. For the, um, I did see a lot of people were surprised that uh, like Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj were not uh, nominated. Super Freaky Girl was talked about a lot. And some Meg Thee Stallion stuff as well. Uh, pet, then Did there's like the best best pop vocal. Harry Styles is on here a lot. I think he has six nominations. I, I, I think he'll I win didn't love this last year of music. I, I, I thought it was good. I. I thought it was. Very... I I didn't love this last year of music. Think about Nothing all the. Well, Beyonce, really, I mean, Adele, I'm a, Beyonce. I'm, the, I'm more of like the popular, like yes, right. But I Adele's album I loved. I Beyonce's album I loved. Those, Harry's but, album I loved. But you have like some of the biggest artists put out new albums this year. Yes, yeah, yeah, but they weren't my favorite of oh, ones yeah, they, they've yeah. done. I thought Beyonce, 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 but it wasn't my favorite Beyonce's. Beyonce album. You know what I'm saying? Like ever? I mean, I still liked it, but it wasn't like I listened to it a lot when it first came back came I out. But I have to, to be honest, since. I haven't listened to it since. Have you I liked Harry it a lot Styles when it came out, but since, um, yeah, from time to time, I listened like nonstop for a couple of weeks, and then I haven't really yeah. in a while. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm like, I still listen to Midnight's all the time. So Beyonce but, is in the dance electronic recording category as well. And her album is in the dance electronic music album category. So it's funny to see her on here with like David Guetta and Diplo, Rufus DeSoul. I saw B.B. Rexa freaking out about getting nominated, which is great. She is very well deserved. Then there's obviously all the classic ones, rock. Pop, alternative, R and B, traditional R and B. I was gonna scroll down to rap for my my two my two peeps here. Best rap performance. God did is on here, like I just said. Doja Cat, Vegas, Gunna and Future, featuring Young Thug, Push P, Hit Kid, and Gl- Glorilla. That'd be FNF, interesting. Let's go, Kendrick won. Lamar. The hard part. Because he's in jail. Gunna. Yeah, I. Well, you I, never agree with the rap. I would pick Grammy. Push and P, but I don't really love love any of those songs. Yeah. Thought, wait, the, you were saying rap performance? That's rap performance. Rap song is God Did, Wait For You, Push and P, Churchill Downs, Heart Part 5. Heart Part 5 should win best rap performance. Yeah, I didn't love Churchill Downs, Jack Harlow. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Best rap album, you got DJ Khaled, Future, Jack Harlow, Kendrick Lamar, Pusha T. It's either going to be Pusha or Kendrick. Who wins? I would I would guess. I could see Pusha T winning. But. Yeah. I think they'll just like throw a wrench in that and just give it to Jack Harlow. And that have would be freak so out. disappointing. <laughs> I mean, like, his album wasn't bad, but I don't think. Yeah. I liked his album. It was good. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I enjoyed it, but yeah. I don't think it's going to win. Taylor got a, another nomination for Best Country Song, Taylor Swift. I bet you think about me, Taylor's version from The Vault, which is cool too, because it's like obviously no one. It's some something she wrote so long ago, but it was technically released in the last year. So she got some recognition for that. Willie Nelson gets a nom. Yeah, I think. Um, How pissed do you think Morgan Wallace fans are are that he hadn't been nominated? 
He's the, uh, country. So country is like year. so hard because it's just there's always so many. Um, Luke Combs, Marin Morris, Miranda Lambert are all on here for country album. I like some of these like best improvised jazz solo. That's just so specific. <laughs> oh, I mean Grammys get so specific, so specific. Like you have albums for for who do you think like everything best contemporary Christian music performance. Christina Aguilera got a Best Latin Pop Album nomination. Really? Yep. Hmm. What was your favorite album this year? That's hard. I I liked a lot of albums, but I didn't love a lot of them. I don't know. Maybe Taylor Swift's. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I can't, I'm not even considering Midnight's because I'm like... Or if we're putting it in the timeline of the Grammy nominations. Oh. Oh, yeah. Or are you asking just like this year? I guess just all in all, like since the last Grammy. I mean, my most listened is probably going to be Harry's House. I listened to that. I liked Drake's new album. Yeah. But 21? (laughs) Yeah. Because he had the other one too. I I liked this one with 21 a lot better. The new Nas album for any Nas fans out there. I haven't listened. Incredible. Really? Incredible. Texting your trend about that. I love that you can win a Grammy for um like audiobooks. I think that's cool. Like if you just have like a you guys should an do an audio book. Lynn Manuel Manuel Miranda. Yeah, he's on here. Mel Brooks, Questlove, Jamie Foxx, and Viola Davis. They all have great voices, so that makes sense. Comedy album is always one that gets one. What's, American um, Blush. I didn't even know she put out new music this year. She's been nominated yeah, for a bunch of Yeah, she's on here a lot. I wanted to see if there's... They do music video, don't they? They do. Why do I not... Am I... Maybe I... I oh, Best here. Music Film. No, Best Oh, no, Best... That's Music Film. Best Music Video, Adele. Oh, Music Video. Adele, Easy on Me, BTS, Yet to Come, Doja Cat, As a, a Woman, Harris Styles, As It Was, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Prop 5, Taylor Swift, All Too Well. I mean, Taylor Swift's got to win. Kendrick Lamar should win. No, no, no. Remember his video? The short film? The short, I mean, All Too Well. All Too Well is a movie. is 100% winning. Remember the Kendrick Lamar music video, though, for that? It was awesome. Yes, but in terms of this, like, Taylor Swift's going to win that. I think Taylor Swift's I don't even think that's... I still haven't watched it, by the way. You haven't watched the the short film? No. Best music film is also one. Justin Bieber. Our world nominated. Very nice. Wait, what? Best music film. Adele, Adele, One Night Only, Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish Live at the O2, Justin Bieber, Our World, Neil Young and Crazy Horse, Rosalia, and then various artists, Jazz Fest and New Orleans Story. There's a lot. Grammys always have a lot. Of course, they don't put it all on the show because they have a bajillion categories. But I would say everybody who I thought would be on here was on here. I know Any a lot of... Uh, the snubs I saw people talking about were Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion. Mm. Wait, did Nicki Minaj have a new album this year? Yeah. Oh, she did? And you know Nicki Minaj is not happy about that, oh, yeah. I would assume. No, I, she's talked shit about the Grammys so much before that I feel like it's um, probably... I mean, the Grammys, like, in reality... Really yeah, know. a lot of people have talked shit about the I Grammys. Mean, yeah, I think. Like some, some people are talking about Rosalia. All, it's all politics. Yeah, snub. I think there's a lot of paying behind the scenes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Just every award bribe. Show. Yeah, every award show. Yeah. Yes. Remember when Macklemore beat like Kendrick Lamar? Right. Drake, that was absurd. Like, it was just like it was just, what? Like how yeah. is that happening? <laughs> country. 
a lot of people were saying no country artists cracked the big four categories. Coldplay was on there, which surprised people. That is surprising. Snub that <laughs> snub that songs from Encanto didn't make any of the lists. I mean, we don't talk about Bruno was a Billboard hit for like months. It was. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's always. This one says talking about Bad Bunny and Rosalia not really getting as many as people thought as well. Bad but Bunny. yeah, those are probably the biggest ones. How to give this guy a listen, huh? Love Bad Bunny. Like, really fucking love. What type of music? How would you describe his music? Spanish music. I mean, I, I know it's Spanish, but like, dance. Ooh, dance. Like, Bad I would Bunny. say. Yeah, it's like um, like Latin pop. Yeah, not, not my cup of tea. Oh, Bad Bunny's got great songs. Um,. Beyonce led all artists with nine nominations, which now ties her with Jay-Z as the most nominated artist in Grammy's history. Wait, what? Oh, oh. How many Look at total? Them. Power couple. 88 total. 88, huh? Mm-hmm. Beyonce will beat Jay-Z on that because... <laughs> Jay-Z isn't putting on music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just crazy. Imagine that, like, Jay-Z comes back and he's like, yeah, gotta, get, gotta get those nominations up. He just It's just he, crazy that they're like... That now they're the most each individually and like and they're married. Yeah, <laughs> they it's, cra- yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, out of, all, out of all the artists that have been nominated for Grammys, those two in the world are tied for the most ever meant to be. Yeah, yeah. That talk about a power couple, right? All mm-hmm. right, that is the Grammy nominations. Are you looking for relief, relaxation, or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out Three Cheese' new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered straight to your door. Visit 3Chi.com. That's 3Chi.com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code BARSTOOL20. To Cutting Stems, the after show. It's a ladies' night tonight. Trent uh, oh, yes, canceled on night. us last and minute right. due oh, to yes, golf. It's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. That was nice. Well, you one went high, one went low. Yeah. That was beautiful. I was going to go low also, but then I thought you were going to go low, so I went high. Yeah, you of have course. A voice, I yeah, think. I yeah, so it's the three of us. We're almost at the finale, but no Trent, unfortunately, because like I said, he is busy golfing up a storm. We're in the weird realm of paradise right now where all the couples that are going to work are going to work or they're going to crash and burn in the finale. Yeah. And the new people that come in, it's just like filler. It's annoying mm. filler. Because Monday and Tuesday. We just know at this point they're not going to just jump on with the connection. No, nothing's going to happen. Like, we're too late in the game. There's it's right, too late. There's, it, it is. There's not enough time to make a good new connection. And there's also, there also has been so much time that if someone has an existing connection, they're not just going to like throw it in the trash mm-hmm. and be like, oh, well, forget it. I'm actually going to risk it all over here for what? Like one more day of spending time together? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So Monday night we picked up with everyone still being sad about Rodney. The vibes were oh, still low. Can we just for a minute? It's gone on too far. It, no, I, I, it, really, it, affect, far. it really affected all of I said it on the podcast last yeah. week where yeah. I, I think I said, or maybe I said it here, that it's just like, it's kind of embarrassing now for Rodney. Like the little yeah. pity yeah. party everybody's throwing for it's him. Like he's, it's gonna He's going to be okay. Yeah. 
You know, you could really love somebody and care about them mm -hmm. and want the best for them, but mm -hmm. like we don't have to sit around and cry for the guy. Yeah. It's too much pity. It's also I I will say this. I think that some of them are using it as an excuse to like be bumming around on the beach. Like the energy on the beach is the lowest I think I've ever seen in the history mm -hmm. of the show. Like everybody's just fucking chilling right now. We have um I'm sure we'll get into it in a second. We have Right away, Mara Marinara, Mara Marinara comes down, yeah. and she's all hyped. She's excited. She wants to meet people. She wants to take somebody on a date. She's just like ready to have a good time. It's as if the entire beach was like you know fed ambient all day long. Like they can't even get off the bed. Nobody's talking to her. No one's looking at her. Everyone's avoiding her. I was feeling bad for her. I don't like her. I think she's annoying. But I was feeling very bad for her because nobody was even gonna like give her the lowdown and tell her what the hell happened. Why is everybody so you know? melancholy on this beach like what's going on yeah well they're probably like us where they're like all right well we found our people yeah. let's yeah. wrap it up let's get off this beach i guess now. so yeah yeah we I do have to go too, back and talk about um eliza going to baltimore she oh, shows yes. up knocks on the door justin's like oh my god i've barely even unpacked what's going on she explains the, the situation and he he turns her down he's mm -hmm. like just like you just said you want somebody it's gonna, you know, pick you first. I want somebody that's gonna pick me first. And um, he, it was just a no-go, didn't fit. Yeah. Failed trip to Baltimore for Eliza, which, you know, was an unfortunate. That was tough. That uh, was tough uh, to watch. Ending for that. Tough to watch. I was a little surprised, just because I thought Justin would be like, oh, hell yeah. But I thought his points were valid. Like, you didn't pick me right away, whether it was peer pressure or not. Like, what am I supposed to do here? You know, I think that, uh, I yeah. think that that's fine. And Eliza, you know, she can, yeah. she can like go in the corner and think about what she did. Cut that part out, though. You know, why do we yeah, have to Yeah, like I said, thing? I was uninterested in what happened in, uh, in Baltimore. They honestly should have just saved it, like, for the reunion. It would have been better yes. at that point. Cause, and, and Eliza's like, she's crying outside. She's like, I flew across the country. I've known him for three days. I was like, mm -hmm. that, your, your argument is not making yeah, me look any that's better. that's weird. I say, it's very bizarre, girl. We're all yeah, thinking it's so weird. You shouldn't have done it, probably. Justin probably had a reasonable response to that. I know he did an interview, too, talking about how, like, when he was not on the beach, producers made it seem more to him like Eliza was fair game. And he didn't know that she was with Rodney or uh -huh. how serious it was. Yeah. So when he came back, it was like, oh, shit, like, that's my friend. Ah. So, of course, the drama, which makes sense. Like, producers aren't going to say to him, oh, Eliza and Rodney are like a solid couple. We want to send you down there. They're probably like, Eliza's down there now. Yeah. You want to go? Yeah, exactly. Right. And I, I think that that is probably the case for a lot of people that end up going down in paradise, especially late in the game, and especially if they're pulling strings to, like, keep them hanging around and whatever. Ugh, I just got distracted because I got a text, like a random text from a random number, and I thought I was going to be... Taylor tickets. I just like we live fuck. in the vortex. This is the third time this has happened today where I've gotten a random text from something, and I'm like, <gasps> and it's just it's yeah, not that. Just a it's tough, not that. So I'm tough sorry. Tough vortex. Me. Taylor Swift shook me in the shook me in the middle of that conversation. But yeah, I think I think whatever. I think for the for the best, Eliza. I don't if she wasn't ready for Rodney. She's not ready for whatever you know hoops that Justin's going to put her through. So I think both yeah. of them are better off. Let's just move on. So Mara basically goes through all the options of the guys. Everyone's like, oh, we're in a relationship, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So she talks to Justin, one of the twins. Mm -hmm. They go on a date where we just, this happened, immediately knew Kelly was going to freak the fuck out. Yep. So Kelly, I'll just let you talk about it because the two of them went on a 
human churro dates where they just slathered each other in like butter and sugar and chocolate sauce, Francesca. like their whole bodies. <laughs> I have no words. I, I don't understand why they keep doing this bullshit. I, it feels personal. It yeah, feels yeah. personal, like they're doing it to piss me off. I know this was filmed months ago, but they've known for years how much I hate this. When I saw them slathering the butter all over, I was like, this is so fucking gross. I don't even know how we're going to get more group discussing than this. Why couldn't they just, like, make churros? Just right. make churros. Little, make churros, maybe little a little, ooh, little chocolate dessert. on the cheek. Yeah. Like a little hoo-hoo, ooh, silly. That. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. And <laughs> just a little something like that. Anything like that is is better than, hey, can you lube up my whole body with a pound of butter, yeah. put sugar all over Cinnamon. it, spray uh, chocolate sauce all over us, and then make us sit in a vat of chocolate. Yeah. At the end, what the fuck are we doing right now? What are we doing? My immediate thought goes to yeast infections and UTIs. Yes, yes. Because it's like going in a yes. regular hot tub isn't good for that. Going in pools isn't good for that. So, insane. you know, add food to the mix, probably not going to be good They're for never thinking the vaginas about the on the beach. They're never thinking about the girls, and it's fucking crazy. I am Hopefully they came stacked with some medicine. I hope that they do. What is it? Monostat? Yeah, monostat. Get that shit whatever, ready. Some it's UTI actually, medicine because... That it's shit happens nuts. quick. You don't even know. It, it really happens does. out of nowhere. It's so gross. And they You're film sitting forever. in chocolate. You're sitting in chocolate. She even made the joke. She was like, I have chocolate in places no one shouldn't get chocolate. think of the <laughs> chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> what do you want? Wait, chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can hear it in my own voice. Get too. my chocolate. No, the SpongeBob, you know. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I can hear it when chocolate. I'm saying it. Too. Chocolate. Like, I hear what? it. What? Chocolate. Anyways, they're going to get. <laughs> An infection. And no, I'm but that is true. That. It's, it been, is it's too much food porn. Why, like, I Why is there so much food porn? porn date a season? But, but it's not even food porn. It's so food much. porn is when you see it's a food beautiful dish yeah. that just gets you going. True. Right? Like a picture of a beautiful dish. This is like dish. literal food and porn. What, yeah, you know like, this wondering? is just food and porn mixed together. I'm this woke isn't on this, and I'll tell you why. Uh, fetishes? Yeah, I think so. Whoever is planning these dates, I think, has a thing for food and mm, sex. We have and like in a, the same way that you know we, we talk about like a, a Dan, Dan Schneider. Schneider. I was just gonna say it's like the Dan, thing Nickelodeon, Dan Schneider, feet, Nickelodeon, whatever. Quentin Tarantino, feet, all of his movies, whatever. Someone in the Bachelor production side has a thing for food and sex, sex. and they're trying to make it happen, trying to make it a thing, trying to shove it down all of our throats. And I'm here to tell you that we don't accept it. It's not gonna happen. No. Why do they keep wanting us why to do this? It it's so, so gross to me. It makes me it makes me gag. Like watching it on the screen, it literally makes me gag. And I don't understand like the kissing with all the butter and oh, yeah, it's like, gross. That's fucking gross. gross. The feeling of it. Am I like am I a little OCD for that? Like I know I'm a little no, I'm no, a little it's, OCD it's, for sure. It's gross. But, but it's come gross. on, the feeling of the butter on your hands. Like I would have to take a bath after that with Dawn soap. Like that's how oily that entire. Well, yeah, thing you was. have to. You're, like you're, you're, you're basically a dirty plate. You have to put yourself in the dishwasher. Exactly, yeah. you have to put yourself in the dishwasher. I, I think after a date, I would feel like one of those poor ducks that are, you know, covered in oil. They pull oh, out of the ocean. That that's why I need the the Dawn yes, soap yes, for. Yes, yeah, yeah. And oh, the Dawn soap always makes them oh, better. God, that, that those pictures always make me sad. Okay, know, anyway, but they always anyway, okay. um, Johnny and Victoria. Are starting to get more serious. Like she said, you know, they they really like each other, but they they need to get to know each other more. Johnny does reveal to Victoria that his family has been, you know, kind of going through a rough time. His brother is in prison. Yes, that's tough. So that was a, a, a tidbit that we did not know. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes that's a hard thing to respond to, mm -hmm. like when somebody really reveals something 
very personal and and deep. Especially and like a family member being fam in prison. A family of member, course, yeah. you have no idea so, how to react to that. that you're like, yeah, you don't know how, how to react Victoria, to that. Like reacted to that very well. I thought she had a great yeah. reaction. I also think it's it's very hard to react to news like that. It's also very hard to anticipate how somebody's going to react mm -hmm. to news like that. Like if I, I think if I were to hear news like that, I'd be like, damn, that fucking sucks. Like I'm sorry, that's happening. Like whatever, yeah. it'll all be fine. Kind of, it's kind of like how Victoria reacted. I feel it was just like, wow, you know, I'm there for you. If you ever have stuff like this you want to talk about, I'm happy to. Whatever. Like I'm really sorry. That's really the only way to respond. Some people will be like, oh, well, what does that mean about you? What does that mean about the rest of your family? And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. they're like running for the hills. And I think that's yeah. probably something that Johnny was worried about. Um, I'll tell you what, though, ladies. We, uh, Johnny and Victoria have been spoiled beyond belief. E! News posted right. about them. Yeah, it, I mean, so it's I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of like out on everything. It's hard to root it's for them to, as right. a couple yeah, because it's hard like to know when, that they're um, not together anymore. So it's, it's like, all right, let's just fast forward. You might as well just cut all this nonsense completely. out because... We know what happens. Exactly. It's like when they made Rachel Lindsay the Bachelorette before she was even kicked off Nick's season. Yeah, yeah. That, like, nothing yep. drove me nuts more than that. I hate when they do that shit. And now, now we have that going on. So whatever. I yeah. don't know what's happening there. But so, I'm bummed about that. It is It is annoying, but you know, we'll see how it is. It's, it's annoying, but it's also like you want to watch to know where it all went wrong. For sure. So Without that question. is one thing that is still yeah. that is still pulling me back in. That's a great uh, point. Flo is upset about Justin. Justin tells Flo he you know he likes her more than Mara. Flo no, literally loves this Justin, is just like huh? she loves so him. that whole situation could not care less about. Kate and Logan, these two can't seem to get on the same page. He's upset with Shocking. her. They're finally mm -hmm. having conversations. Mm -hmm. But it's just like it's just it's just not, would not work with these two in the real world at no. all. No. Um, and it just continues to be talked about between the two of them of like Logan's not doing enough and Logan's said to her like you're you're very critical of me and she's like when am I being critical of you it's like you're constantly critical of him everything that comes out of her mouth towards yeah. him to his face and behind his back is critical yeah she said something um, I don't I don't think she said it to his face she was saying it to the girls she called herself a wower she's like I'm a wower yeah, like, that I, interview, I, I wow people and yeah. I need Logan to wow me like I need him yeah. to like start doing these kind of things which again I understand if you are somebody who who's like extremely driven very successful looking and, and looking for someone who is like of equal or greater match to you in that capacity that's fine but then why are you even messing with Logan if you already are resigned to the fact that he does not live up to the standards that you've set for yourself? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Why are we still, also, why is she trying to just, change him on the beach? Why like, don't you just get off the beach and just go try and look in the real world? Because every, I'm not it's saying like, the people it, here honestly, are Honestly, like, get not, in line. Get in line. There's yeah. Everybody's looking for what she's looking for. Right, it's, and I'm not saying the people on the beach are not successful at all. It's more yeah. just like go, if you are so dead set on a particular thing, mm -hmm. Then go look elsewhere because mm -hmm. you it's not written in stone that you're gonna find that there. You yeah. could just keep looking somewhere else. Without question. It's it's bizarre. I think as usual, she's rude as fuck. And but I, I am uh, surprised to see Logan talking back a little bit finally. He's I feel like he's just kinda sat there and taken it this whole time. Now he's finally like pointing out, you know, the the criticized thing and being like, I just it just feels like you do. he basically in so many words is saying like it just feels like you don't even like me. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And I and I feel that way. Like does Kate even like Logan? Like what's what is I she don't doing think here? So. I don't really think so either. Um so two uh, two new girls also come to the beach, NC and Lindsay. NC uh talks to Andrew. Andrew definitely seems interested. He's like I know who you are. I know the whole thing. So he maybe thought that she was going to be down there in paradise. So they made immediately click. She brings him on a date. Mm -hmm. 
and Lindsay thinks that she would have a connection with Logan. Logan definitely is like thinking about it. Logan wants He's it. Like, he says Lindsay's she's a babe. a babe. Yeah, Lindsay's um, a babe. And he definitely wanted to go on a date, but Kate was like, you're not going on a date. So that was basically the end of that, and Lindsay leaves after that because she's like, there's no point in me being here. But the Andrew NC situation we can talk about with tonight's episode too, but they, Andrew just really like seems to be floating through a little bit. Just mm-hmm. um, definitely interested in talking to girls, but maybe not as invested as he would have been if like Teddy was there the whole time. Yeah. And I felt bad for Jasenia during that time because I think Jasenia like really was trying to be patient with him and he's going on this date and for him to just kind of be like, well, now I'm going to try with, and see now it's like she's yeah. like okay so great that was weeks of my life wasted <laughs> right it is kind of weird that he that he never like really had a conversation with Jasenia. I never thought that they were so like tight or strong no like, I not know, at all like I know not they were hanging all. out obviously they get like she was giving roses he to never him, like, like whatever, he never they, they just never seemed like a strong couple at all no. if I had to guess it felt like the two of them were like this is convenient for sure, but I but I'm still surprised, even solely because uh, Andrew had that conversation with Brittany when they came came back from like the other like the the fake Casa Amor thing. Yeah, yeah. And they both just kind of were like, yeah, I don't know, let's just move on, like whatever. I'm surprised he didn't have that kind of conversation with Jasenia. Like came back like, yeah, honestly, let's just move on. Like this is we both know what this was. Like neither of us are that invested in it. Like let's just you know avoid hurting any feelings and move forward. And he sort of had that combo, but I feel like he had to be bullied into it. And then uh, I don't think Jasenia really like accepted it. You know, I just yeah. don't think that she that she kind of liked the way totally. it was presented to her. Gabby and Rachel come down. Mm-hmm. Um, that pours into tonight's episode, which we can get into. Gabby, Gabby and Rachel's whole point of showing up on this beach was basically to just flush Logan's chances <laughs> yep. down the toilet. Just to it was like shit. producers were like, Gabby, Rachel, we're going to send you to Mexico. Uh, really, all we need you to do is just like tell everyone you don't like Logan and, and yep. leave. Yep. That's basically what happened. Yes, of course, they had nice things to say, like they had great things to say about Tyler and some yep. of the other guys, uh, which Brittany was very happy about. But it was like Rachel immediately was like, Logan thinks he's the bachelor, like all this stuff about Logan, where it was like, boom, let's just leave now that we talk shit about Logan. Which I'm not the biggest Logan fan. I think I've made that clear, but I also just felt like this was kind of bizarre. Like, yeah, it was too much. They don't know him. Yeah, off the show. They don't show. know him on the beach. They don't know him on the beach. They don't yeah. know him off Producers the show. Producers continuing to they, come up with antics to fill the time yeah, here. They just question. know him from competing against a bunch of other guys on their season. So yeah. to be like, he hasn't changed, like, whatever, it, it doesn't really make sense because they don't really know him. Yeah, Unless exactly. one of them started talking to him off the show that they want to reveal, but I don't think that happens. So no. yeah. then no what's way. really the point of that? There's no way. I think because that... they couldn't have them come on the beach and say, you know, success because there was no success there. <laughs> yeah, there's not really yeah, there's not success anywhere for for either of them at this point. But I think that um, I, I thought it was interesting. One, how they made the point to talk about how amazing Tyler was. I thought yeah. it was cute. I was like, all right, that's nice for Brittany. And I, and I like I know that I said I'm always like wish you watch on Brittany, and I'm not sure why. I still don't know why, but I'm starting to warm up. I don't know why. I love Brittany. I know, but I'm starting to warm up. I'm she, you know, she and, and Tyler were cute. I uh, also want to compliment her teeth. She has great teeth. She does have great I teeth. I never She's have complimented good smile. them before. Great smile, yeah. great teeth. 
Um, something I noticed that I thought was a little weird, but I'm thinking it was maybe the only awkward interaction that the girls had with Rachel and Gabby when they came down was Victoria F. explaining that she was dating Johnny and number one, pretending not to know like who dated Johnny. She was like, I don't know which one of you like dated him, but you know, I'm now with Johnny and blah, 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 whatever. And Rachel and Gabby were dead silent. Like, I don't know if that was an editing thing, but they raved about Tyler. And then the yeah. next clip, it was silence about Johnny. And that might just be Look, like I, Gabby being awkward, but yeah, that know. could also just be like, hey, they don't know. Yeah. They don't know Victoria. Um, True. And also, if you think about timing, right, like, Victoria wasn't watching this on TV. Like, Victoria doesn't know at this point what happened because it hadn't aired, like, it hadn't aired yet. Had it not? No. Before, I thought it finished before they filmed It did, but I think Gabby, like, all I know is that in that, like, I think Rachel was still with Tino. Because Tyler was like, congratulations, when he hugged uh, her. So at that I point, see. I think they were in that in-between of, like, the season airing or the season had just right. started to air. Right. Which makes me think that it took a while. Which just made me think that, like, Johnny's whole thing with Gabby and, like, even the end of their relationship definitely yeah. was not on yet. And Victoria probably hadn't seen it. Isn't so, that weird, though, that, that Johnny wouldn't tell her about that? No, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he said he was with Gabby and Victoria That's what I'm was like, pulling, was like, pretending not to know. Victoria was yeah, pulling yeah, one yeah. of those alpha girl moves to be like, Completely. I, I, I don't even care which one of okay. him. That's what yeah. I felt. Which one That's of you guys what I felt. He did. And I thought I, was, I thought I was slipping back into my, like, Victoria, like, thinking Victoria's a bitch thing. But I, okay, yeah. that's exactly well, I mean, what I thought. Victoria is an alpha, alpha female. So, for like, sure, she, sure. you know, she's probably, like, for sure. Claiming her territory a little bit. And yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah. didn't want to get transparent. Didn't want to get too into it. But the Logan stuff was, of course, like, the part where it was like, okay. We get it. You guys don't like Logan. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But that was really the only thing that they came to discuss. And then they were like, we're leaving. And everyone was like, okay, bye. Like, oh, okay, bye. Half the girls were like, oh, they're leaving? Peace. Like, I loved that. Yeah. Can I just say, too, that the... Listen up, guys. We've all accomplished things we never thought we could. Running your first 5K on no sleep, learning a new language you'll never use, and winning that college basketball bracket challenge, even if it was auto-picked. So why not add cutting your own hair to the list? Wall makes hair clippers that keep you looking your best. And hey, if a winning bracket just isn't in the cards for you this year, at least you'll have a winning look. Get your wall hair clippers at wallusa.com. Wall, you got this. Welcome wagon that they got when they got there was excessive. I don't think that any of those girls know the two of those girls that well. Um, They were on the show with them, yes. Yeah. But most of them were kicked off before they even got to hang out with them, especially Kate. Kate came up and was screaming bloody murder as if they were best fucking yeah. friends. And even when Logan was saying, he was like, yeah, I'm talking with defend, Kate. And I like, will defend Kate her. in that they do seem very close. Like, they Kate hangs out with them all the time really? now. Now. Yes. Like, Kate and Rachel are with, are with each other all the time. I always see them tagging Ooh, each other and stuff. That's very interesting. Yeah. That is very interesting. It makes me question. Yeah. I, it makes me, it validates me forever. I uh, just means I'm I'm judging Look, everybody I, correctly Kate, from the beginning. Kate is Kate's enjoying her time on reality TV, and that's for really sure. my only thought. Like I for just, sure you she know, is. For sure she is. Real was, life Kate, I think, is different than reality TV Kate because I think reality TV Kate is trying hard to be reality to be, TV. Yeah, Kate. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trying whatever. I also was thinking about that last night while I was writing down. I noticed like every other note that I wrote down was like talking shit about Kate because I just can't stand her. But I think it's it's I think it's just that she's so fake. The fakeness yeah, it doesn't is what's feel very me. genuine. And and so the fakeness with like the screaming bloody murder when the two of them came down and like just the ah 
not. Like, it was crazy. I was like, there's no way at this point have they, that they've been able to even hang out in between. Like, I know that when this is being filmed, like, there's just no way they were that good of friends. And then when they had the conversation about Logan, I could see how that could, like, bring them closer together. So maybe they're, like, post friends yeah. after that or whatever. But just, like, everything she says. Oh, oh. And when she had the conversation with Gabby and Rachel... Kate said something like, um, you know, I've just really been looking to have this conversation with two, um, you know, two intelligent women and blah, blah, blah. Like, she's starting to pull that, like, like yeah, like girl power, girl, yeah. smart women yeah. together, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. It's just fake as fuck. That's it. what I'm saying. Like, it feels like, a, it feels like a neg. I wrote down what she said, like, verbatim. Hold on. She said... I really needed a wise female perspective on this, is what she was saying. As if there's not a wise female on the beach yeah. that she can talk to. Like, and that, to me, is rude. And also, yeah. like, it also just seems fake. Like, she, I don't know. Like, she just, she is trying to, like, suck up. It just seemed like, it seemed all very ass-kissy and, and fake, and I hated it. Yeah, that's fair. And I um, continue to hate it. Yeah. Erin and, and, Gen- and Genevieve <laughs> are just... They're just ridiculous. They're I don't. It's 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 hard to watch at this point. Like now, this is when I was like, okay, we really need this season end. These two are fighting about what is more, like if itching and pain are the same thing. They're like really yelling at each other. Aaron's yelling at her, and then he's like, why are you yelling at me? She's like, I'm not yelling. They're like, it just went back and forth for so way dumb. too long. She once again, she's like, I'm packing my bags. I'm leaving and. He's chasing Very her down dramatic. the jungle path again. He's telling her not to leave. She doesn't leave. It's just rinse, repeat with these two. I it's can't so do it anymore. It's so I can't boring. see them not getting engaged into, like, at this point. I, if no these way. two get engaged there, I will, will put a 0% yeah. on them being together right now. Not not even close. I also want to point out that in that argument they were having, like uh, it, based on how it ended and what Aaron said at the end, I'm, I already know I'm on Genevieve's side. Like, Aaron was saying that an itch is low-level pain. That was, like, his argument. And Genevieve was like, no, it's not. That's basically how it went. And they argued about it. And Aaron was so, like, thick-headed and fuckboyish that he just, like, could not be wrong or could not hear another perspective. Yeah. And that, it sounds like, is what frustrated Genevieve so much, which obviously stems into, like, the real problems they have where he's so thick-headed and Mm closed-minded and... Just it wasn't just it. about it wasn't that about the pain in no, the itching. No, it wasn't it was about, that. Pain, about the pain in the There itching. was some underlying argument definitely, happening. Definitely, definitely. And that's what is, it's like Genevieve now looks crazy because she's on the jungle path with all of her stuff and Aaron's making fun of her. Logan's downstairs telling Aaron that his relationship with Genevieve is toxic, which I do agree. And, you know, all these things are happening. But I think, like, Aaron might just be toxic. <laughs> like, I think that, yeah, I think Genevieve is what is, like, is definitely emotional and, like, yeah. you know, on the crazier I also side. Like but I think Aaron, Aaron is, like, talking the to problem. Genevieve about how emotional she is. Yeah, I hate that. I hate it. And I was like, dude, you're the one who, like, you're, you flip in two seconds. He's, right, he's nuts. Well, he's, now he's you're like yelling about pain is not, the, it's not the same thing. So I, didn't, so I did not like that so either. Dumb. You know what? I also saw this weekend that was jarring to me and, like, doesn't have anything to do with the actual episode. But, like, I did not realize that Johnny Bananas and Genevieve had an on and off thing. Can we talk about that? That's what Johnny Bananas was trying to to insinuate to us. But he wouldn't tell us who. Mm -hmm. And he was like, maybe I'll be on the beach. So I don't know if they were, like, thinking about bringing Johnny Bananas onto Paradise. Paradise. That would have been 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 awesome. Like, if they wanted to bring antics to the beach, they would have brought Johnny Bananas. Of course. That would have been absolutely insane. 
if bananas came down the that stairs. That would have been as, so good. It does. Yeah. The show then all of a sudden becomes X on the beach, but that's yes. okay. It would have been Definitely. so awesome, Definitely. though. It would have been so good. Like, instead of having Gabby and Rachel or whoever yeah. Yeah. come down and do whatever, having Johnny Bananas come, yeah. it would turn into WWE. It'd be like, Johnny up. Bananas is just here yeah. out of nowhere from I just had, I also just had no idea that the, those two were connected in any well, way. Well, I don't think Maybe anybody either. really had an idea. Yeah. Like, I think How it was, were they? Did they date, like, pre-reality TV? I or like, no, I have I no idea. I think they maybe, like, hooked up. Like oh, interesting. And it was some sort yeah. of. Do I don't think it was pre. Re- for fact, it definitely know? wasn't pre-reality TV. Don't know if her fact. It's just like really not for Johnny. I mean, more so for her. <laughs> it's What's, speculation, but it's from. It's you know, oh. it's on the it's on the gossip site. Got it, got it. I have also seen. I've seen the whispers, but I wondered if there was like a, a no. Neither of them have like. Neither of them have actually talked about it. Or, like are there pictures of them together or anything? I don't. Maybe? I don't think so. Interesting. Well, but I don't know. Thought that was that was kind of interesting. Tyler and Brittany have a date. Which goes very well. I don't, honestly don't have what much cuties. to say about them. They're adorable. They're they so they're sweet. adorable. Mm-hmm. Becca and Thomas come down to host a Sadie Hawkins dance where the girls ask the guys, a la Becca proposing to Thomas, and everything is going well, except for Andrew and NC and Jasenia. Jasenia pulls Andrew aside to talk to him, which. They were having a very calm conversation. I felt like Jasenia was explaining how she was feeling mm-hmm. very well. Andrew, you know, I think she thinks that Andrew was just kind of trying to stay on the show. And yeah. Andrew's like, look, like, I was giving it a shot. I really want it to work. But at the end of the day, my I'm still not over Teddy. But NC, her level of feelings and all this just felt a little too intense for too just much. for just showing up she's like you're giving her validation by talking to her like you gotta walk away right now it's like yeah let them talk they're not making out they're I not thought... like talking about their future they're working out their own problems like you have to let him do that it was weirdly overbearing for knowing him for one day <laughs> i thought that uh nc was way out of line way out Absolutely of line way out of line like just zero to a hundred crazy as you can be in two seconds like yeah. I, I and i don't know and then if like I holding on to him no it's bizarre no yeah. the begging the, the begging beg- please andrew please it it, it, it was tough it on. was it hard to watch so long like i was watching it and i was kind of like half-assed doing something on my computer watching it that part and i thought i was having like like ground dog day in my head because I kept hearing her say please like a thousand fucking times. No, was like, is she still saying please or she's is like my really holding TV on to skipping him. right now? Like, like what's happening? Like wrapped around like, him please, just please and he was like no. He was trying no. to like back like, no, away. No, he couldn't no, back away. Very pressured please, by both please, of you right now. Yeah. Please. Exactly that's how it felt. <laughs> it was crazy. Very uncomfortable. It was it was crazy. It was outrageous. I also want to give a shout out. Do you know the song uh Sadie Hawkins dance? I don't know who it's by, but it's one of those old no. like no. punk songs. Like it might be like Reliant K or something weird like that where it's like Sadie Hawkins Dance in my khaki pants. There's nothing better. No. Oh, oh, oh. It's a great song. Don't know it. Ooh, Girls ask the guys. Ooh. It's always a surprise. There's nothing better, baby. Do you like my sweater? That's the song. It's a really good song. I don't know it. Anytime I hear Sadie Hawkins dance, I think about it. How do you spell Sadie Hawkins? S A D I E. Oh, it is Reliant K. Oh, wow. God, I'm call, Kelly. I'm so smart. But yeah, I just played in the car. You really know your pop. Anytime. You know me. Pop punk. That's yeah, me. so uh, we're going to get into the... That was the end. And mm-hmm. Andrew's leaving. Jasenia's leaving. Yeah, let me see if I have no, no um, notes there. They're all leaving. Jasenia's uh, uh, leaving. Andrew's leaving. NC's leaving. That's yeah. the end. It's fine. That's valid. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
And that's the end of that. So can we have a, a little bit of questions, refresher? please? Yes. Yes. Questions, please. Can we have a little bit of a refresher on um, exactly what happened with Teddy? I'm kind of confused. Like she left. She and, I know she left, but Andrew, she and Andrew were like together and great. She had like a like a Eliza situation. It was like and, like, and Rodney, it was right? Rodney. It was with Rodney. Yeah. Came down, but they, she didn't yeah. even talk to Rodney. She basically just saw him and then freaked out and left, right? That was it? Yeah, Okay. Much. All right, let's make sure that was, and that was it. And it's just like her feelings, she felt like maybe Andrew's feelings were too strong. Yes, okay. All right, first what question. Got? What questions do you want answered at the reunion? Um, oh. I, I would like Kate and Logan to have a little bit of a showdown, to be honest. Like, Me I too. hope Logan brings up like everything that Kate said behind his back. Me too. I would like um, that. Because she I was think, so vile about it. Yeah, his I don't back. think he probably didn't like that. And he's like he's funny on TikTok. He jokes about it now, but I'm sure that was hurtful to him in some ways. Um I mean who knows what's gonna happen with Aaron and Genevieve. I'm sure they'll have stuff to answer to. And I think the obvious, is, obvious is Johnny, Johnny and, and Victoria, Victoria. Yeah. and Greg. Yep. Yeah. Gotta have it. And they they have to address that, right? Like is Greg gonna be on the show? I, I think he's I think there. He is. Oh, he is there. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be. When movie. are they filming it? Do we know? It's already been filmed. Oh, <gasps> amazing! Yep. Yeah, huge, huge. Um, Love it. Could you guys propose like Becca did? Uh, you know, no, not for me. <laughs> no, I would be too afraid of rejection. I think Becca already got proposed to twice. Yes, yeah. I think one it taken works back. Yeah. So I feel like for Becca. Yep. For sure. For sure, but and he and Thomas did propose to her after, like they they proposed to each other at this point. Now. That's lovely. Yeah. So I, I it works for her uh, personally. For me, new. No. Yeah, I just uh, fear of rejection for sure. Yeah, I even I'm yeah. even nervous at the thought of somebody proposing to me. What what if I don't want to say yes? Yeah, <laughs> I'm go- probably gonna say yes. Well, for the theatrics, and I then later like I'll be like, well, no. At that point, you know what I mean. But sometimes like, people are crazy and they surprise on you. The show. Oh, well, the show, yeah. I'm no, 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 but I'm saying unless you're on the show, but in real life, you would probably know. In real life, oh, you wait, hope I to know, but some people are crazy. People propose out of nowhere. I have a question. Yeah? This is my own Bachelor Nation question. Oh. Um, in the preview for next week, they said that there's a moment where Jesse Palmer's like, you guys can get married right now. Oh, I saw that. Gotta be Brandon and Serena, right? They're the only ones that would even say yes to that. Do you think they would do it? I think, uh, I think Brandon, they're two crazy kids in love. But no, but would've... Brandon might want like his family there and like yeah, everybody he loves yeah, there. Yeah. But somebody's yeah. gonna get married. Like they're not gonna do that, do that I intro think Brandon thing would... and then be like, no. I think Brandon would think about it. I bet that they would do it as like, oh, we're we're just crazy. I could see them doing it and then being like they they have a whole nother wedding, you know? Definitely, definitely. Who else would even be would even consider that? Like I don't even know if there's anybody else that's like gonna get engaged and like, I don't. I'm I think they're the. the people are I think they're the engaged. only person they could possibly ask. Yeah. Because I don't think Mike. Like, I was thinking Michael and Danielle, but I don't but, think that they're going to even get engaged. No, I think because that Michael's got his son. Together. Like, he's right. not going to do that before they no, know each no, other. No, no, none of that. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, last else? question. Who do you think got the best and worst edits this season? Oh, that's. I a good think question. Michael got one of the best, without question. I think definitely. I don't know. I I I want to say I feel like Genevieve got an unfortunate edit. Yeah. Because 
it really made her seem very um, dramatic at times. She's dramatic and chaotic. And it makes her look like. And I also just think like they showed a lot of her, mm-hmm. which is why we probably think that too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody like really got like a bad edit. A really bad edit. Like there wasn't. I know we get annoyed with Kate and like she says stupid shit, but there sure. hasn't been one person that I'm that I'm like, oh my god, they're terrible. Yeah, like get them off the screen. I think yeah. Victoria F got a really good edit. Yeah, really I think Shanae got a good edit too. Shanae got a good Shanae, edit for yeah. sure. Um, maybe. But Paradise is always kind of positive. Like there isn't. Yeah, they try to keep the vibes and, up on the beach. They do, and like sometimes, yes, they do like villain stuff. Like Hayden probably oh, got I a know. T- like Hayden probably got a bad edit. Like Hayden talking about his dog nine thousand times. I'm yeah. sure he talked about other things at certain points. For sure. But they made it seem like he only talked about his dog. You know who got a bad edit? That loser who uh, was, was <laughs> oh, Francis's Pete. roommate. Oh, oh him yeah. too. Him too. I don't no, know. Oh. Romeo. Oh, oh, Romeo. Yeah, yeah. Romeo got I a terrible. I was saying Pete. I don't even know if Pete. That's a bad I don't think edit. it's a bad. Exactly. He's just a bad person. I think he's just a bad person. Yeah. And then yes. yeah, Romeo. Romeo maybe a little bit of a bad edit. Yeah. I mean, I hope it was a bad edit because yeah. that is him. Fair. And that mm-hmm. sucks. Yep. <laughs> like, I agree. I agree. Um, but, okay, yeah. let's cut some stems. Give out some roses. Kelly, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, let's see. I am going to give my rose to. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think who I even liked <laughs> this this week. Like everybody was just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. The whole time to me, you know? I'm trying to think if anybody said something funny. Oh, I'm going to give my rose to Florence because okay. I think that she. She's making was the most funny. out of her situation. Yeah, she's making as the most out of her As far as like trying to get some screen time. Yes, I think she was being funny. I think that I liked how she was kind of like giving it to Mara yeah. a little bit. Even though Mara was like, sorry, honey. Like she just was a little too yeah, much. And tough. Florence was like, no, bitch. We're, I'm, we're not playing. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm not your friend. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I also think that. Um, it's like endearing to kind of see her be a little bit vulnerable. Like I feel like she's kind of been like tough cookie the whole time and all of a sudden she's like in love with this child. <laughs> so it's whatever. And yep. I'm gonna, oh, obviously I'm cutting the stem of that disgusting fucking date. Every food and sex date I will cut. So I cut it, cut it a thousand fucking times. They have to stop. We yeah. must do something. Yeah, they'll never stop. It's just insane. They need to fire whoever it is yeah. because clearly they have a problem. They need to be in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nuts. Um, I am going to cut the stem of the entire beach for <laughs> their little pity party for Rodney. Uh, because that's fair. Very fair. I'm over it. For the mood. Like, yes. Just get over it. Like, vibe why, on the beach. You're, vibe making, vibe you're making Rodney look pathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I am going to give my rose to Brittany and Tyler because I Aww. think they're a cute couple. They're very cute. They are. You gotta switch that on this on the yeah, there we go. Yeah. There you go. Um I'm going to I'm gonna give my rose to Jasenia. I think Jasenia. Yep, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I think Jasenia, you know, had a tough go last season. Um this season Rose I, to Jasenia? Yeah, I just felt no, like right. she She's handled okay. the Andrew situation well. Yeah, she did. You're like right. there she could have lost her shit on him, she didn't. Yeah. And I thought, like, yes, she's annoyed. And I do think there's some truth to both sides. Like, I do think Andrew is kind of like, I'm, I want to stay and hang out. For and, sure. But also, like, n- knowing he wasn't seriously going to make a connection mm-hmm. after Teddy, but Jasenia thought that he was in it. So I think she had, had every right to be upset. Um, and I thought she, you know, was calm and explained herself very well in that scenario. And... 
I wanted it to work out for her. And my stem cut is going to be... uh, my stem cut's gonna be the the surfer talk from Monday night. I am oh. not um, I'm oh, not God. in the I'm not in the surf bro culture, and I don't mean to offend anyone that is, but the I'm so conversation offended. on the on the beds no. about Aaron explaining what nectar means. I know exactly I just what you're talking about. Was like cut this all out. I, I just like yo, you know, you just get like you know, you just get like a sweet cheeseburger, and it just like has great cheese. And it's <laughs> yeah. just like so juicy and good. Like that's so nectar. Yeah, no, like, that pissed me nope. off. Nope. What pissed me off there, and what almost again sent me back into like a total hate spiral, was Victoria F. But they were like, "You try," and she's like, "When you're going through a wave that's totally tubular and it just feels great, so See, nectar." I was like, I, "Shut the fuck up." Shut I fuck at up. least thought that that was <laughs> funny because I'm like, "Good for her for trying to participate." But like, what were those words she was saying? Like, they weren't saying because those I words. think they all talk like that. I think Aaron Ugh. and Johnny and Logan all actually bothered me. Speak if they that all way. speak like that, and I, and I misread it, then that's funny. But like. No, I just hated it. Something I, I hate. No, I think right. they really do because I think Aaron very generally was explaining to her yes. what nectar means because they use it in their everyday. I hated the whole conversation, and I think it, it cast negativity all everywhere. Yeah, I'm no, you. I'm with you. I'm no, with you. I'm out on. I'm out, I will not be using the term nectar. Anytime. No. Never, never. In what world? I'm not in the culture, so no. Right, and and we don't need to be. Nope. We're all set. All right, that wraps it up for cutting stems. We'll be back for the finale next week and we will see who's engaged who's not and what the hell goes down at that reunion eHarmony wants you to discover what real connection feels like. Their app helps you highlight more of your personality so you can meet people who like you for you. We all know and remember that eHarmony was one of the first dating websites to be out there. We'd seen all the commercials on our TVs. We're like, what's eHarmony? It it introduced us to the world of online dating. And, you know, people who use dating apps or dating websites, I feel like they come up with their dating profile and it's all like the highlight reel of them and their life or just a bite-sized version of them. But eHarmony gets to the root. It gets the personality. They have the personality quiz that's designed to get to the heart of what makes you you so you could show off your full self and also see other people's full selves to really make connections on there. They get to know you better so you can match better and actually meet someone who gets you. Their clever personality quiz and compatibility-based approach takes the guesswork of how to be yourself online because they're setting you up with people who have similar personalities to you or whatever personality you're putting on that quiz. So you could start a conversation on eHarmony today. You could start for free today and move past the grind of swiping. eHarmony is the app for people ready to take dating straight to the heart. So download the eHarmony app now. All right, everyone, we are here with two very special guests. We are joined by Alexa and Brennan from Love is Blind Season 3. We absolutely loved this season. We followed it all the way through, talked about it week after week. So we are so excited to talk about it with you guys and get your side of things. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. You guys, I feel like are, you know, there's always success stories but from the beginning, it felt like smooth sailing. And the viewers, us, everyone, the world thought, oh, well, we can rely on Alexa and Brennan to, to make it to the end. 
And watching it back, did did you see what everybody else saw? That it just seemed so seamless for you guys. So actually, like me watching it, I thought it didn't look as seamless. I thought that they like it looked like so much more tension on like the family, the friends, um, and I'm like, that's not how it went at all. You know, there wasn't like any tension. But of course, we're you know taking just a, such such a small portion, like especially like my friends thing, like all like my gay guy friends, if you have a gay guy friend, you know how dramatic they are. Um, and that's like how that's just how they were. And they were very joking. And um, one of my friends, I was like, kiss your wife, bitch. Like they had met before. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just kind of like a fun, like, that's just how he talks. He's just funny. Um, so that, and then like the family too, they, like we were all doing shots together. And so it, I think it looks a little bit more tense. Um, when we were watching it, I'm like, and even watching like the previews, we're like, <gasps> did, did we say, we say yes? yes? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, it made it look like he's crying and, you know, whatever. And everyone's like, oh my God, she's going to say no or he's going to say no. And I'm like, did we get married? Like, because I mean, it's good the way that they do it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I, we, I actually cry. know it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Rhea and I said the same thing. We we're like, where did they even find those? those clips like it looked like you were getting into a car in your dress and Brendan was like crying to his mom it was like where did they even get get?" and then the when the wedding aired it was like that's we didn't see any of that right and I and then it got us talking and I was like she was like do you think do you think Brennan says no? And I was like, no, I think that they make it seem like Brennan <laughs> says no, but Alexa says no. And so it, like we were totally <laughs> trying to come up with same at home. Like, wait, we actually took um, bets to see, I guess. Yeah, I guess um, we took bets to see because typically I feel like we want, you know, we watch the first two seasons. They ask the person that's like more likely to say yes. They ask them first. Kind of, and then just watching it, I'm yeah. like, you know, because you always have someone sometimes you're like, they're more inclined to say yes or more inclined to say no. So we were taking bets like on who they were going to ask first at the wedding. Um, they actually asked her first. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's why she makes like a snarky face at me like during the, during the like ceremony. We took a like... bet to see who they were going to ask first <laughs> to see who's like going to back out. Or... So did, did you guys have a conversation beforehand? Because it, I think it shocks the viewers when we see everyone go up to the altar and it seems like in that moment they're deciding if it's yes or no. I think we saw that with SK and Raven and they talked about it and SK said that he didn't know until he was up there. And then mm-hmm. I I think with Zay, I think she knew she was going to say no, but did you guys have a conversation beforehand where you were like, we're definitely saying yes? Our our life was a yes together. So I don't know how to, I mean, we did have plenty of conversations. I mean, every Either, day yeah. I'd repropose to her just oh, because I, I wanted to make sure that she was still feeling it. It wasn't like, it wasn't just, you know, created in a pod setting. It wasn't created on that, you know, yeah, giveaway. Like, at, so, like if we were getting caught up in the moment, yeah. like we're like, this is real life. And both of us come from, um, like my parents are divorced. His parents are not together. So it's like, um, I, I mean, I don't want to compare it to anybody else, but we just took this very, very seriously. I would, you know, I went to this, if I'm getting married, I want to get married one time. I never want to get a divorce. Um, and so I think that's how we viewed it. So I, I can't speak for everyone else on how they did things. I remember asking some other girls, you know, we spent a lot of time off camera asking them, like, where are y'all at? Like, how are y'all doing? Um, and some, so they had had conversations and then they said, like, between some of them, like, we're going to wait until 
until a certain time, like a day or before, or a day, two days before, where they're going to discuss it. But for us, it was every single day. It was a discussion. I think the thing I was most nervous about probably was the rehearsal dinner. So yeah. we actually had a rehearsal dinner off camera the night before. The, the night wedding. before, like I mean, we tried to we wanted to make everything real and you know have yeah. a normal rehearsal dinner. We tried so, to do like little things. Like I also had like a lingerie party yeah. um, that my friends put on for me because you know everything was like in such a small amount of time to do everything. But I was like, I want to have as many like normal things as if you know that I would have normally. Um, I included the rehearsal dinner and then um, instead of like a shower, like a wedding shower, whatever. I, I just have a laundry one and we had a blast. So love it. And that's when the, the man, at least all the families met for the first time. So we have three sides of families. He has two sides and one side. So all three sides met at the rehearsal dinner the night before. It was the most fun. Yeah, it was. My grandpa actually, I want to hear a funny story. Um, they took, we're, we're, we like to take bets in my family. So they actually bet my, they were, we were trying to bet who has the cooler family, my family or his family. And Someone in my family bet my grandpa, I got like a bunch of flower arrangements done for the tables at the rehearsal dinner, and they bet my grandpa to eat the flower. He ate the entire whole thing. Uh, hydrangeas, which oh are God. poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> the throwing up, um, he called me the next day like, I don't feel good. <laughs> my, you know, my Israeli grandpa, I'm like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, why? I ate flour. I feel like shit. And I'm like, God bless. Like, come on, get it together. Oh my like, God. Me and my dad was just my dad was just hanging out and saw her her grandpa and everybody kind of cheering in one section. So he goes over there with his beer. He's like, What's going on? So he goes, He's eating flowers. My get my dad goes, I'll eat some. And just <laughs> oh and I'm like, we God. all <laughs> Like Mike, nobody eat another flower. I'm glad everyone got along, but in a weird way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, they, yeah, it's fun. Well, that's that's how you know the the bonding is really going well when everybody's doing weird things together <laughs> yeah. and and en- and enjoying it. So that's definitely a good thing. But you guys, you know, the way uh, they put out these seasons, right? You get the first two episodes and you see the build up in the pods, and it always shocks everyone when you're one episode in, and already by the end of one episode, it's like, whoa, we have a we have a a proposal like it's just the way they yeah. release the the couples and so you guys are the yeah. were the first ones um and did that actually, <laughs> everyone everyone gets engaged the same day yes so we wasn't you know so it looks we're we look crazy which we are i'm not like denying that i'm totally not, but it like everyone's like oh my god like you know, they're the, and they, yeah, we are the first ones that are shown. I was actually the last one to get engaged um, that day. It was, you know, it's done. And um, I was crying the whole day because I'm like, everyone was coming out so happy and I'm hugging everyone. And I'm like, I want my proposal. And he was actually on that like 50-50 on whether he was going to propose at all. So um, obviously we did and it worked. And um, yeah, so it is, it is funny, like watching it and we, we were very unproblematic people. And so I think they were just like, okay, let's get the boring couple out of the way. How did you make that final decision that you were going to propose? So it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting story. It's to me, wedding, you know, proposal. I, I never honestly envisioned myself getting married. And you see that whenever my brothers say that um, in our wedding day. I just didn't think anything, anybody would kind of match my energy and stuff. And so I was really curious. I knew I was in love with her, 
but I wasn't curious about proposing because I hadn't met her family. I hadn't talked to her dad. We hadn't, there was just a lot of things that we hadn't done in a normal relationship. And I wanted to kind of knock those things off the list. I wanted to go down the right, I wanted to do things the right way. Um, it was the day before I told her what I was feeling. I told her kind of my thoughts and where my head was. She said to me, um, she goes, you can come in here with a ring pop and throw a ring pop at me and I'll still say yes. She's like, I love you. I'm in love with you. And I just want to be married to you, whether that's on camera or off camera, it doesn't matter. And that really like, that really, really touched me just because it just shows how she doesn't care about material things much she loves and she she wants to have just a, a she wants that to be the backbone and that's what really stuck with me so the day of when we met in the box i changed out the ring that i proposed with when i got down on one knee with a ring pop so yeah. i hit those ring pop so she was kind of nervous so i kind of died you know killed the nerves down so yeah i blacked out <laughs> <laughs> i like my like what the fuck was so real it was just what the fuck you know because yeah. it's there's no countdown. It's just like, boom, open. Okay. And then um, I'm shaking. My hands are sweating. I'm like, I can't, like, can I walk? Like, it was, and then I saw the ring pop and it like snapped me back to like reality. And so it was like very necessary. And that's how like, it was just like reinforced that he's definitely the one that he like made like a joke in such like a serious like moment, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. And then after you guys get engaged and all the couples get engaged, it's funny because then you guys both go your separate ways, right? So it's like, we're engaged. Okay, Bye. How yeah. long do you guys stay separated before you can then see each other again? Um, can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Off the record. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. I don't want to get sued. Okay, like. Yeah, no, that's fine. When you guys go into the, it's the stage after the engagement where you guys are at the resort and like you're all staying together. It's all kind of like honeymoonish when a lot of the other couples spoke about the adjustment of the person in front of you with the person in the pod just actually visually being able to see the person and making those adjustments because I know I think you know Raven had talked about like it was there's kind of an awkwardness there sometimes did you guys feel that at all or when you saw each other it was like oh of course this is them absolutely like even when we were together uh it was like i felt like I was, like cheating on him with him do you know what i mean because it's like you fall in love with this like little speaker on the floor and you're you know you're combining like the like the human to that and putting it together like they literally could have sent any man down that runway and but like that's brendan i was like cool love him you know what i mean like so because i we had no idea what each other like it's kind of like if you were to fall in love with like a sex phone operator and then you see them for the first time you know what i mean like it's it's like when people get catfished but not catfish yeah Yeah, literally um thank god he was a very beautiful catfish um (laughs) but uh, it could have it's very difficult it's very hard to explain it's really like an out-of-body experience on trying to like bring the two together and um you know, because you have all of these feelings and but you're like seeing them for the first time, but you're like, I am obsessed with you, but I don't know what you look like. And you're like figuring that out. And you also just like want to stare at them. But it's also kind of awkward because like nobody wants to be stared at, you know, just like, can I just look at your like eyebrow hairs? You know, like I just want to feel everything. For me, it was, 
for me, it was uh, like I didn't want her to feel uncomfortable. So I didn't want to like, do, you know, PDA and touching all over her and mm-hmm. stuff without. I just wanted to make sure that she was feeling it mutually. You know, yeah. I didn't want to be physical with her and she wasn't there yet. So I was trying to kind of, you know, go through those waters a little bit and not like, like yeah. try like periodically get more and more, uh, I guess, I don't know, touch feeling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a little awkward at first, but yeah. Would you guys say you have over. a specific love language that you figured out once you guys were together? Um, I think that's like varying degrees of all of them. Like I love physical touch. I love like for him, like acts of service, um, things like that. But I, I mean, all of it. Yeah. I love, I mean, I'm a, I'm kind of a big, uh, you know, touch. Yeah. Physical touch type, but also but I you do, don't like being touched by other people. Yeah. So only she, it's kind of weird. I, I'm not like a big, when someone comes up and meets you, like I, I can't stand it. I'm kind of. I'm like, don't like shake my hand. I'll shake your hand. I'll shake anybody's hand, but like, don't come hug me. It's it's weird. (laughs) And I'm, and I'm the complete opposite. I hug everybody when I meet them. I'm like, so yeah, but I think, I think all of like all varying degrees, but I definitely love like touch. Um, Communication for us, like just being communication. It's different. I think that's, what's so unique about our relationship is, is we have a really good foundation of communication. Mm -hmm. We're able to, we didn't really have that whenever after we got married we did have a little bit of issues communicating but we kind of got back to that you know putting all the devices down getting back to just talking and finding out things about each other this is how i feel yeah this is how you're making me feel and so um also like never using the word like never and always like you always or you never do this like it's um um, like little ways of communicating changing it yeah mm. so. that's good advice those are to- definitely words <laughs> words that people use use often yeah. um pe- uh, people loved the wedding you're the between the two of you it was very mixed faith which you guys both have and i think that was a, a focus for a lot of people watching they love to see that combination how have you guys had you know conversations about faith and growing your family because it's a lot of people have to deal with it it's not talked about as much yeah. yeah we i'm so my i come from like a christian background i have lutheran and catholic um in my family I'm religious yeah. so that for me that was never actually an issue mm-hmm. um i wanted to learn if we were going to get married and have kids like i want our kids to know where they're from like their heritage basically so that's why i was asking for conversion classes or, you know, what, like the things I needed to do or what you wanted the wedding to look like. Again, this all kind of comes back down to communication. We have this, we talked about this extensively in the pods. So like day not, two, I said, you know, yeah. and from my views, our kids are Jewish, like automatically Jewish. Cause I'm Jewish. Um, and they will be like, I want them to go to like That's just how faith works. That's just yeah. How that really yeah. Works, so. Um, like when they're in kindergarten, preschool, I want them to go to a Jewish school. And then after that, they can go to public school, but I want them because that's what we did. It's what all my siblings did um, to like, when you're at a very young age to like, you know, experience that kind of stuff. And then, you know, learn about the high holidays and things like that, um, which I celebrate. I'm not religious, but um, I do celebrate every single high holiday and I do whatever it is um, like in before where you don't eat. Like I do that um, even though it's not coming from like a religious side, it's coming from like just keeping the culture alive side. So, and our kids are going to do the same thing. So, but it is nice. Like, obviously we have a Christmas tree. Our kids are going to have, with the Christmas tree, I've had a Hanukkah tree before where it's all blue and silver. 
Um, I love it. It's just beautiful. And so I, it's actually really exciting because then our kids are going to experience both sides of it. Um, yeah. And whatever they choose to do, if they, you know, get older and they, they're like, I don't want to do anything or I want to do this or do that. Like I would support them no matter what they did, but this is just, I just want to give them a foundation. I feel like just like a sense of, I, for me, like being Jewish, it's a sense of community when you're just like, mm-hmm. you feel like you belong to this. Um, hang out with like all of my Jewish family. When you meet someone that's Jewish, it's like an instant, oh my God, we're best friends. Um, just like that sense of community. And that's really what I took away from it, especially growing up. Um, I went to JJ Pierce High School and a, there was a lot of Jews there. And so all of us were like little Jew clan. So, you know, it's like an automatic, like, you know, we're Jewish and, you know, we're friends. And so that's really what it was. You know, all of us yeah. took off school for the high holidays together and went to temple together and it was a good time. Yeah, well, that's great. I, I think that it's great that you guys agree on that sort of thing because you can see in relationships sometimes you can't find that common ground or that that level, but it seems like you guys are on the same page. Or if you see some of the couples where that does bond them and that doesn't, it's not all. Right, it doesn't not, mean that the they're end meant all, to be. It's not the end all if be all. If you relate on, uh, on that level, if, it's great, exactly. but it doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's you guys are meant to be together. Going to work. Um, but how is married life overall for you guys, would you say? I love it. I mean, I really wish I could talk some shit because you know I like to Uh, (laughs) there's nothing I can really say like when I said that dishes was like our first argument that was really what it was we don't we got a little magnet to say when the dishes are clean dirty so yes now we're now now we know perfect yep oh um any more room in the closet um so we have we have a two bedroom now so I have my closet and then he had he ask me how many times the closet rod that holds the clothes ask me how many times that broke off <laughs> a lot there's plenty of space now he has plenty of space he's he's fine he actually he has a master bathroom he told me that it's better for me to have a smaller bathroom so I can contain my makeup <laughs> he's like it'll be less messy because you'll have less room to make a mess and then he gets the master with everything smart that's a, that's a good bad. spin yeah that's a good spin I will say and I mean, it's been a long time, right, for you guys to be in married life but not have the show come out. How was that process? Because how much can you share with, with friends and family? And do they have to not tell anybody about you guys? Because it's been, like, yeah. you guys got married over a year ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> June June 30th is our, um, our wedding, wedding day. day. Um, so it's been about a year and a half. It's been crazy. Um, it kinda, for me, it's been easier because yeah. I don't, like, I'm not a big it's social, not a big social media person. So for it's me, so it's like yeah. something to say on this, on that. God, it's so annoying. Like I really, everyone just like sees something and then they base your entire personality off seeing like one thing that happened. And also like, it's something that happened a year and a half ago. So it's also like doubly annoying. Cause I feel like I've changed so much since getting married like I watching it it's a completely different person like it's very much me but you know like especially in your 20s you change so much like it's just something that everyone experiences but especially getting married and um you know like humbling myself and um you know just seeing the world in a completely different like new way um and having like I have a whole new like extended family that I never had before and you know just other things in different like we have different, I have different goals than I did. Like if you were to ask me three years ago, what my, what would be in the next five years? Like it's different than what it is now, you know? Um, I'll say this. I'm, I'm very grateful that it just kind of, ha- it's just how it happened that we got yeah. a year 
and a half until the show aired. Yeah. But I'm honest, I, I couldn't be more grateful that yeah, we had so. that year and a half to actually build, like go through the all, go through those little arguments, go yeah. through the things that we needed, do a, do holidays originally, you know, with different family members and kind of find out where, where we're both at. So to me, I'm very grateful that we yeah. had that year and a half, that time. I just to anyone from season two, but I feel like theirs came out so soon, like right after coming out. Um, that's going to be hard on like any marriage. And so, I mean, I don't know, you know, the ins and outs of everything, but I have to imagine definitely played a role in it because so many people have so much to say, you know? And so I, I don't know, it's definitely a lot, but I'm glad we had a year and a half to be like as rock solid. Like you can't, you're not going to come through this exterior with your words. So, but I will, we will laugh and read. <laughs> yeah. laugh and read the little things you have to say. Yeah. It, that does make yeah. a lot of sense. Cause it's, to to be able to live your life right after without all the noise um feels like the more healthy way to mm-hmm. to, to go through it um the reunion is always talked about alexa you definitely voiced your opinion on some of the other couples and i know you've shared on social media some of of your thoughts as as well the reunion you know was kind of controversial over this whole tangerine scene that that they put in at the end <laughs> how have you felt about the how, the cuties how have you felt about the response to that coming out i'm gonna choose my words so carefully um okay they never ever said she was a perfect person i feel like when i watched it she mentioned that she is an insecure person so people are attacking her saying you know um She's insecure. She's insecure. You're not telling her to do something new. She commented that I, I I know at least once, I want to say a few times, but I know like whatever, whether it's shown or not, sometimes it's hard for me personally to differentiate like what is shown and, you know, if it gets yeah. something that I have in my head, if it was shown, because it's, I've just watched the season once and that was it. Um, I think y'all said it perfectly. Like what was it last Thursday on y'all's, y'all's podcast? Yeah. Like y'all said it, perfectly. it, this is a systematic thing. So yeah. Well, okay, hold on. Yeah. Um, so she's insecure. Your partner is supposed to build you up. And we saw for 11 episodes where he made little comments, commenting on things. And I can't remember if it was shown or not. I can't like, again, it's hard for me, but like telling her she, she was the biggest girl that he's ever been with. Um, and then telling her like when she was eating, like you're fattening yourself up. A lot of those little comments happened. Um, and that's going to tear anyone down because this is supposed to be your biggest fucking cheerleader. And no one i don't think anyone should be commenting on what you're eating ever um especially when it's an orange but we never saw that it came out whatever um i hugged cole after reunion so i know a lot of people are telling me that i need to apologize and i need to do all that stuff so that's why i said that after reunion we hugged i told him i do not think you're a bad person i think that if anything you need to learn that maybe when you say something it carries weight and maybe and you can learn that to change the way you say something because it it can be to the other person very hurtful and i think it's again with communication that they needed to communicate things better um i wasn't there 24 7 but i was there a lot i was definitely there more than all the keyboard warriors i have so much to say i was there i was there i will tell you right now i was way, there way more than any of them um i don't think cole's a bad person i will stand by that um the reunion was several hours long uh, we took shots together during it. It was not so tense as people have shown. So I, I, it's hard for me to comment on it. I'm not going to sit here and break down our relationship at the end of the day. That's between Zay and it's Cole. 
And maybe I shouldn't have said the things like interrupted and said the things that I did, but I, it's, it's just the way that I felt. And I stand by that. Um, so when I said, I'm not apologizing, I don't feel like I have to apologize to the internet. I don't think I have to apologize publicly. I hugged Cole afterwards. I said my piece with him, him and I are not friends. We've never been friends. I literally talked that only time I've ever spoken to him was in that seven minute first date day one did not speak to him since he asked me if I think that a bear or gorilla would win in a fight. And I said, absolutely not. You're down on my list, sir. So I never saw him again. So then, you know, saw him a few times throughout it. I saw Zay a lot more. Um, and that's it. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. And I, I, I want to do that. Tick- like that was last week, chapter two. Let's move on because I'm over it. I'm yeah. it. I think also with the internet, people feel like things are so uh, like, either right or wrong like one person's right one person's wrong and that's it it. when i feel like there could be like a little bit of both like cole is clueless in things he says and doesn't realize what carries weight but also zay being insecure she can maybe take things the wrong way because she's already insecure so i think that it like there's different sides to it and it's not so you know, and I was not straight. blindly. A lot of people, are, I'm blindly following just because she's a woman. I wouldn't talk on anything unless I was involved directly. Yeah, and time and time again, like people would come up to me and like they would come up and talk to us about like their issues. And like, people are like, "I need to mind so, my business." Um, so the moment Cole went up to me and was telling me how he doesn't find his fiance track, I'm now I'm now involved in your business. Mm-hmm. Now I get yeah. something. You involved me in your business. So everyone's like, "Alex needs to mind her business. She needs to." No, I was brought into it. He went there and he told every single person that would listen, every single person that had anything, you know, talk, he told them how he how attractive he found Zay. Yeah. That she wasn't a lily, that she was a, she was a Zena. Okay. So we're not going to like, I just understand like everyone just forgets all this stuff happened. Um, and I'm, again, I'm not just blindly team Zay on something and I'm not like anti-Cole. I'm like, I just see things the way I see things, the way i physically being there saw things happen and I just find it weird that people forget things so quickly but yeah but I was me and everyone needs to move on because Cole's moved on Cole's look at him I've seen his TikToks he looks like he's living his best <laughs> life he is fine. no longer crying he's okay so like I don't understand why everyone else is still on it we're just I'm I just want to continue and talk about like our marriage where we're going our future like this is again let's move on we're good yeah. good so, yeah. and no so uh, the other successful couples, you know, we had Colleen and Mac married and um, SK and Raven are, are making it work from what we can see. Did you guys get to spend a lot of time together the, afterwards? Did you, because of course, like, you know, they go through this process with you. What is the friendship like between the, the successful couples? Yeah, so it's weird because, you know, we have our own friends and this is real life, right? So I didn't go on a show to make guy friends. Yeah. Like, I didn't got guy friends. I didn't want to make guy friends. I made on a, I went on a show to potentially find her and I did. So I don't need, like we didn't ever went on there to make friends with other people. Um, but but we did make, people. yeah, we did make some friends with other people because they're, most of them are nice. Like a lot of them are nice people. Yeah. So. Especially um, they understand the process. Yeah. Just like we, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't understand it. Like when you try to explain the thing, it, you know, um, We've done a trip. We went to Mexico for our one-year anniversary um, with Matt and Colleen and SK and Raven. We went to Tulum and had a fabulous time. So much fun. Um, so, yeah, we, we still hang out. We do a lot of things together. Um, the girls are close. We talk together. We're supposed to have, like, a Friendsgiving, actually, this weekend. 
um, where a lot of them are coming. So it's like, it's been a blend of like our friends that we have and then just a few few of the other ones that are more laid back and chill. Yeah. So, so what's next for you guys? You are in Dallas. I feel like mm-hmm. I always, I confuse the seasons where I'm like, when they switch this, mm-hmm. when they switch the location, I'm like, wait, where does everyone live again? So you guys are in Dallas. Is the plan to stay in Dallas? What do you guys have going on? Uh, staying in Dallas as of right now. Um, working on a family. Finding a house. Working right on a family. House, working on a family um, and all that fun stuff. We got our two it. dogs. Yeah, well, we can't wait. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, I saw Alexa. You you were doing a little Q and A on Instagram. You were saying five, six kids. So yeah, (laughs) I said five, ten. Absolutely (laughs) not. Not not from me. I don't know who she is, but not from not from. mm -mm. Um, But no, we both come from uh, large families, and so definitely want to have a lot of kids. As many as as we as we'll be blessed with. Yeah, well, love it. That is so amazing, and we can't wait to see what you guys do together coming up. And like we said, it's it's great when this process works and you see the love and for each other. So we're so so happy for you guys. Congratulations. Yes, congrats. And, uh, thank you for coming on to talk to us. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it. you. Thank Y'all you. have a good day. You too. So nice meeting you guys. Thank you so much. All right, that wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. Make sure you are subscribing everywhere on YouTube. Don't forget, we're going to bleach Noah's hair if we get to 150. So make sure you subscribe and we'll talk to you on Friday.